and welcome to this week's episode of Empowering Your Destiny with Dr. Carol Ann Abbott. This week's episode is about hope. Do you need hope? Well, stay tuned. Hello. So nice of you to be with us this week. Um, I have a, a special word for you today on hope. And um, it, it's a really good word. This Actually, this message originated um, last year. There is a prophetic voice in Brisbane, Australia. Her name is um, Lana Vowser. And she gave a word last year. And I just, the Lord is bringing it back to my spirit that this is applicable for right now. So what I want to do is share with you some excerpts from that word. And then I'm going to expound on what I feel the Lord is saying right now. And I really believe this word is going to minister to you. So just sit back and just have your heart receptive and open to just receive the Lord ministering to you today. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, this word, by the way, it was called, um, it's not a setback, it's a set up. And this was released in June or July of 2020. So this is what the Lord is saying through Lana Bowser at that time. I've had a strong sense that many are again finding themselves suddenly in a place where they're finding a testing of promises. Um, the Lord the, of the Lord of what the Lord has given them, the testing being the circumstances in opposition to the word of Lord in their lives. I saw there was a huge temptation to fall into disappointment and discouragement. The Lord is leading His people out of hope deferred, spoken of in Proverbs thirteen twelve and into greater realms of hope and faith, but also into the place of seeing his promises fulfilled in their lives. So, we know that disappointment and discouragement can set in when someone thinks that their hopes and desires and expectations have not been met in a timely manner. That's what creates disappointment and discouragement. And it speaks of in Proverbs thirteen twelve that when one's hope is deferred, it can actually make the heart sick. And the Lord doesn't want to see his people heart sick. He wants to make sure that we are not deceived and then falling into hopelessness and discouragement. So in this word, she talks about temptation. Temptation to fall into this dis disappointment and discouragement. But then the word says that the Lord is leading his people out of hope deferred and into greater realms of hope and faith, but also into a place of seeing his promises fulfilled. Amen? So the Lord wants to see his promises fulfilled in your life. The Lord is leading his people out of hopelessness and into places where the promises are fulfilled. Isn't that exciting? Mm -hmm. So the Lord wants his people to know right now, don't lose hope. Uh, Proverbs thirteen twelve says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, 
It is a tree of life. So when those promises are fulfilled, it's going to feel like new life is hitting you and manifesting around you. I want us to really take a closer look at this word hope. Um, this defi- the definitions I'm going to give you are actually from the Bible dictionary, not from Webster's or any other regular dictionary. It says that hope is a confident expectancy. In the Bible, the word hope stands for both the act of hoping and the thing hoped for. Isn't that interesting? That's in Colossians 1 and 5 and 1 Peter 1 and 3. Hope does not arise from the individual's desires or wishes, but from God who himself is the believer's hope. Amen? Amen. The psalmist says in Psalm 39, 7, My hope is in you. So he's saying, My hope is in you, Lord, and no one else. You see, genuine hope is not wishful thinking. It's not positive thinking. Okay? But a firm assurance about the things that are unseen and still in the future. So it's a positive assurance that those things are still going to come to pass. So we still have a future in the Lord. Okay, our future is not over. We need to look to him. Amen. So the definition of hope goes on to say, hope distinguishes a Christian from an unbeliever. Think about that. Christians have a reason to have hope because our hope is in the Lord. Whereas unbelievers have no hope. So indeed, a Christian is one in whom hope resides. Amen. In contrast to the Old Testament and the New Testament, Christian hope is superior in the New Testament. Hope comes from God especially his calling, his grace, his word, his gospel, and all hope, it's directed to God. Amen? To God himself. That's, that's a lively hope. So not hope deferred, but a lively hope. In Psalm thirty-three, eighteen, the psalmist writes, But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him and on those whose faith, I'm sorry, those whose hope is in his unfailing love. So I'm going to repeat that. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love. Isn't that beautiful? That's Psalm 33, 18. So today... The Lord wants to renew your hope in him and in your future in him. Just because some things are delayed, it does not mean that God is denying them. Delay is not, does not mean denial. Okay? Delay is not denial. Look at Abraham and Sarah who waited a long time for Isaac. They waited and God manifested Isaac at the right time. 
So let's continue to look at this prophetic word from Lana Bowser. She says that as, so this word continues, as she was pondering this, she heard the Lord speaking over many in the body of Christ who were facing this testing of their promise. Again, she says, I heard the Lord say, do not be discouraged by another testing of my promise or of your, your promise. He says, my timing is perfect. So this is not a setback, but it's a set up for miracles. Amen. How many of you are ready to be set up for miracles? So don't see what looks like delays in these things that you've been waiting for. Don't see them as a setback, but see them as a set up. A set up for miracles from the Lord himself. So the Lord is, is setting us up for success. I believe that. So she goes on to say, she had this dream where she saw the word patience on a huge billboard. Um, it was on a big billboard sign. And in this dream, she had the sense that the Lord was encouraging his people to continue to wait on him. To trust his timing and to have patience. You know, I've been um, going, I've had a detached retina. And we've had, there was complications and there's been delays. And it's been about a year and a half now. But you know what? I still believe that God has a perfect timing. I believe he can use this black pirate patch on my eye for his glory. And when his timing is perfect, then that vision would be restored. Already I've had numerous miracles because I could have lost the eyesight back a year and a half ago in uh, the first week of January 2020. So the Lord is faithful and I, too, I'm encouraged by this word. Um, we have not seen everything fulfilled that we feel the Lord has shown us, but we're waiting. We're being patient. And I think that, that you know, just like Isaac, waiting on Isaac. All, some of us were waiting on our Isaacs, but that's okay because God is faithful and we're passing that test of patience. Amen. The psalmist writes in Psalm 27, 14, Wait on the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Amen? Amen. Don't give up hope. <clears throat> so I just want to encourage you to open up your heart, to take hold of and receive courage from the Lord as you wait on Him. You know, the Lord says, the Word says that the weak say, I am strong. So if you're feeling weak, just say, I am strong. I am strong in the Lord. I am strong for the Lord. In Lamentations 3, 24 through 25. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. Let me repeat that. The Lord is good to those that wait for him. To the soul who seeks him. So we're to continue to seek the Lord, but wait ever patiently on him. One of my favorite verses is Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So keep doing the next right thing while you're waiting. 
Keep seeking the Lord, put him first, and keep doing the next right thing. Keep seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. And and think God is setting you up for success right now, and things will fall into place at the proper time. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is in Esther, you know, the book of Esther. And there's at one point where she could have exposed Haman as the traitor that he was and and how he wanted to annihilate God's people. But, and you know, many of us, we if something we have to do something hard, we want to just get it done and get it over with. We don't want to wait. But I believe it was the Spirit of the Lord that was on her that said, when the king asked, what is your request? And she says, oh, let's have another banquet tomorrow night in another 24 hours. Well, my goodness, that 24 hours, oh my gosh, God just did some plot twist and set Haman up for an even bigger fall. And then it was God's perfect timing. So whenever I want to get something out of the way and I don't want to wait, I always think of Esther. She had, you have to wait on God's perfect timing so the pot is the sweetest it can be. If what you're waiting for is not materialized yet, then God is saying the pot isn't sweet enough. I have more sweetening to do to that pot before you're ready to partake of it. Amen. So this word um, goes on to say, I felt the heart of the Lord strongly for those who are struggling yet with another testing of their promise and not, um, not to look at this as a setback. Just a second. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord is saying, lift up your eyes and look into the eyes of Jesus. For you are positioned perfectly for a miracle. The Lord has not changed his word for you. In fact, I hear the Lord saying that many of you are at the door of your miracle. Did you hear that? Many of you right now are at the door of your miracle. So posture your heart to receive. Posturing refers to this frame of mind that affects our thoughts and our behavior and our overall attitude. And one example of posturing your heart is as Elizabeth did. Elizabeth was Mary's cousin and Elizabeth's womb received a baby in her barren and older years when it was impossible. But today, God wants to, well, let me me read for you Luke 1, 4, and 5, or 145. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment to what was spoken to her from the Lord. So Elizabeth believed and then she received. So are you still believing what God has promised you? Are you believing those promises from the Bible or even the prophetic promises? So today God wants to reframe your thoughts and your perspective to receive from him. Amen? Amen. So posturing your heart as Elizabeth did, it's to believe and expect the fulfillment. Don't cast your eyes upon the things that speak against your promise, but stand in hope and stand in faith, knowing that an appointed time for the manifestation of your promise is upon you. So 
let's let's look at what Elizabeth's specific situation is. Let me just elaborate on this part. Elizabeth's husband, um, his mouth was closed so that he could not speak against his child's birth because of his doubt and unbelief. When he was told that Elizabeth was, was barren but was going to be with child, his words could have aborted the birth of John the Baptist, the one who was preparing the way for Jesus, for his coming. He had a very important destiny, and Elizabeth's husband could have easily aborted that birth just with his negative words from disbelief. So, because if you remember, the the angel silenced him right away, and his mouth did not open until it was time to name the child after he was born. So, therefore, we need to posture our heart like Elizabeth did believing that there's going to be a fulfillment and a manifestation of those promises for you. And you know what? I see that you're like Elizabeth. You're pregnant with the things of God. Amen. Don't you want to see those to come to fulfillment and be birthed within you? Amen. Even though she was old and and barren, um, I want you to look at this verse that comes right after this. It's in... Luke one thirty seven, and it says, For with God nothing is impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Isn't that possible? Let me give that to you again. Amen. Luke one thirty seven. For with God, nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. That's awesome. So apply that. That is Luke one thirty-seven. Apply that scripture to whatever you are believing God for. Amen? We need to allow the Lord to fulfill his promises to us in in his way and in his timing. Amen. Create the space for the new thing to grow through your faith and surrender and yield to his timing. Amen. For the faithfulness of the Lord is going to be demonstrated to you in profound ways. And that's from Lamentations 3.22. Maybe jot that one down and add that to your faith arsenal to back up the promises that God has released to you. So this is a time where the Lord is not only going to fulfill his promises to you, but also bring you wholeness, bring you freedom, bring you healing, break the chains of many, many years of disappointment. Are you ready for that? I speak to those chains to be broken and to fall off of you right now in the name of Jesus. I command the chains to be broken off of your dreams and off of the prophetic desires that God has placed in his heart that are his desires for you. Amen. Amen. So what I want to do right now is I'm going to pray for you. And But first, I'm going to just begin to make 
decrees and declarations of the Lord over you. So you can just listen, just apply your faith, and, and just receive. Deuteronomy 31.6 I decree and declare over you. Be strong and be of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Then Moses called Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and be of good courage. So just put your name in there. I speak over you. Be strong and be of good courage, for you must go with this people to the land. So get ready. You're heading to your promised land, which the Lord has sworn to his fathers to give you. And you shall uh, cause them to inherit it. He shall cause you to inherit it. And the Lord, he is the one that goes before you. Who goes before you? I decree and declare that the Lord goes before you. He will be with you. He will not disappoint you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. So do not fear and do not be dismayed. I speak strength over you, the strength of the Lord. If you feel weak, declare that you are strong. Say, I am strong. I am standing on the promises of God for my life, for my family, for my business, for my destiny. In the name of the Lord, we believe it to be so. Isaiah 41.10 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. For I am your God, I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So I decree and declare over you that fear leaves you. I break and bind every spirit of fear. Every spirit of depression leaves you now in Jesus' name. For the Lord is with you. You are not to be dismayed. For the Lord is God, and he is strengthening you right now, even by his Holy Spirit. I I just see like spiritual muscles growing on some of you. It's like the Lord is saying, I am strengthening even their faith muscles in the spirit realm, saith the Lord. The Lord, I just decree and declare that by the righteous right hand of the Lord, he is upholding you. He is lifting you up. He is blessing you. And I just see the Lord turning you around to as much degree as you need. And the Lord says, it's like he's launching you. He's shooting you off in that direction, in that path that he has already designed and directed and mapped out for you. And Lord, we thank you that angels accompany them, that angels are on assignment with them right now to accompany them on their path to fulfillment of your word and their call, and their destiny, in Jesus' name. Amen. I decree and declare over you, 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. Eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, nor have entered into the heart of a man the things which God has prepared for you who love him. Thank you, Lord God, for those things that you have prepared for them. We thank you right now, Lord God, in Jesus' name. I decree and declare Philippians 1, 6 over you, 
that you are confident and that the Lord who has begun a good work in you is well able to complete it until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be confident in this, that the Lord is well able to finish that that he has started, that he has created in you. The Lord says, you're in the perfecting process. Don't be discouraged if you don't see yourself fully perfected. He says, nobody is. He says, you're in the perfecting process, so be encouraged. Lift yourself up by the bootstraps and just keep going forward in the Lord. Keep doing the next right thing. Praise God. Praise God. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I break off every spirit of disappointment, discouragement, depression, heaviness. I just cast that off of you. Any heart sickness, I just ask the Lord to touch your heart right now with his, with his healing and mighty hand. And to touch anybody's heart right now that's feeling sick from detainment, from, from still waiting. Lord, we break off every spirit of torment of the enemy coming against them. Lord God, open their eyes that they can see. Don't let them be deceived by the enemy's poise. Um, what I'm seeing is like, sometimes the enemy, he'll like throw up a curtain. So you can't see what God has ahead for you, but he'll paint this smoke screen of something uh, terrible or just something like to cause you to give up hope. Right now, I, call, I speak to that smoke screen to be lifted up. I speak to that curtain to be opened up for the show to begin where the Lord has you placed where he's where he is in charge of the show that you're in. Okay? There's there's things that are going to play out that the Lord has you as that hero, that heroine in your own story. The Lord has a place for you and the Lord says, "I'm going to make a way, but you have to not be deceived by the enemy." He says, don't buy in to those lies and whispers that he says that are doom and gloom. He says, I have a future for you, a good future. So don't buy in to the doom and gloom of the enemy or even that that's being said in the world. Lord God, I pray for healing for their hearts where they've been downcast and discouraged. Lord God, I'm asking you to give them dreams, even tonight and in this next week. I'm asking you to give them visions. I'm asking for once to come and give them an encouraging word and just confirm with them that they're on the right track, Lord God. Lord, I just pray for a release of, of courage and hope, just like you gave to Joshua. Courage and, and infuse them, Lord God, with courage and with hope. Let their faith rise up, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Conde la caricindi. Lord, reframe their hearts with fresh hope to begin to receive the manifestation of your promises. Thank you, Lord. Right now, I just want you to take your hand and put it on your belly. And as you do that, I want you to posture your heart like Elizabeth. Lord, I speak life and love over your promises and that that they are carrying in their spiritual wombs. Lord God, I speak life over their spiritual wombs, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you would show them how to feed and nourish spiritually that that they're carrying. Show them where they need to be in the Word. 
Give them some fresh revelation, Lord God. And the Lord wants you to remember, for with God, nothing is impossible. Can you say that right now for yourself? For with God, nothing nothing is impossible. So if it hasn't been birthed yet, then it's not ready. Let's just keep growing. Let's keep maturing and walking in love with one another. Amen. Amen. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I just seal up the Lord's words over you, every prophetic word or Bible promise that you have received into your heart and your spirit. I pray as well for the prayers and the declarations that we prayed today. We just seal them up in the holy and mighty name of Jesus and the power of his sweet Holy Spirit. Well, I have loved being with all of you this week, and I look forward to being with you next week. And so be sure and tune in. If you're on Chris O'Rain Internet TV, it'll be the, the same time, and I think we can pop up at some other times on the schedule as well. Uh, If you're reaching us right now on podcast, thanks for being with us. Uh, It's been our pleasure. We love you and continue to be with us. And remember, with God, all things are possible. Amen. Hallelujah.